hey guys this is lisa the purple haired mom and another episode of the uh, purple haired podcast so i didn't think i was going to do another episode so quickly but um i kind of do these as my emotions kind of roll around and if there's something really weighing heavy on my mind then i will go ahead and you know say something about it um I have already done one episode about dating and relationships and all that happy stuff or not so happy depending on who you are um so I kind of wanted to touch base again because personally something I'm dealing with kind of I don't know it's been sitting on me so technically if you want to be full of technicalities technically I am not in a relationship right now um I'm not gonna name names because that's not fair to them because, well, I already know this person doesn't want to be named because, well, we'll get to that in a minute. So I have a, we'll call it, we have, I have an FWB. So I have a friend with benefits. What does that mean anyway? Because it's really funny because a friend with benefits basically is you having a relationship without the relationship so you have the sex you have you know the the friendship connection but you know you don't go on dates and you don't basically it's just you're fulfilling each other's physical needs it's pretty much what that is but then you still have a friendship. I have seen a lot of friends with benefits tank. Um, whether that's because they decide, fuck it, we'll get in a relationship because we're almost there anyway. Or they say, the, you know, one of them catches feelings and the other one's like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to cross over that line. So somebody's feelings end up getting hurt and the friendship is then ruined. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I am the one guilty of catching feelings. And I'm not really sure how to deal with it, honestly. This has been a relationship that I've had with this person, our our FWB, whatever the hell you want to call it, for the last five years, maybe six, it's it's like five or six years that this has been, you know, a thing. Um, He's a lot younger than I am, and when I say a lot younger, I mean a lot. Um, when I'm talking just like five years or anything like that, he's a lot younger than me, but 
it doesn't feel like that. And I know that's like a really cheesy thing to say, but it's really not a cheesy thing because it, for a lot of people, it is true. It is true that they have old souls and for him to be as young as he is, I never feel like I'm, you know, I don't feel like I'm dealing with somebody who is childish. I mean, obviously there's things that he does that are childish and, but I've seen 40 and 50 year old people do the exact same freaking thing and be just as childish. So I can't blame that on age. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things that, you know, he, if you talk to him and you interact with him and you spend a lot of time with him, you're not like, oh yeah, this is, this is a kid right here. Like you don't have that feeling. Does that make sense? I hope it does. So, like I said, we've been doing this for almost six years. And in that six years, he's had a girlfriend before. Because I, let me break it down. I used to live in California. I, I now live in Ohio, which is where I'm originally from. In 2015, I moved to Los Angeles with my family, with my kids, and I didn't move back until this year. So I spent five years of this FWB relationship in California. So I would come home for Christmas and I'd be here for several weeks and we'd spend that time together. You know, he was always, you know, he was always excited to see me and, you know, we had a really good time. Well, then we ended up moving back and obviously because I'm closer, that means that we would spend more time together over a longer period of time. And I think that it's, I don't know, I'm not sure if it's getting overwhelming for him or what but I know in 2016 he didn't want to tell me that he had a girlfriend um but he did for a little while it wasn't something that you know he told me I kind of found out via social media but the time that he had this girlfriend was a time that I was in California. I was not out here. So it's not like we were, like he was cheating on her with me because he wasn't. And by the time I came to visit in December for the Christmas break that I always came on, they were no longer together. So, and as far as I know, this is the only girlfriend he had in these last five years. So, the way I'm noticing things, like, I'm really starting to think that either he regrets as the closeness that we have gotten, or he wants to end things but doesn't know how to end things because we do really have a great friendship I will say that we do have a great friendship 
there's things that I can tell him I can't tell anybody else there's things he can tell me there's you know we have great conversations so that is something that would be lost if we were to completely break things off but he's also not a very talkative person so I can't see going hey let's sit down and talk about this situation because this is how I'm feeling how are you feeling because that's when you know I I, I'd get either the blank stare or he would turn around and hightail it like that's I'm not being you know he's not a talkative person he doesn't talk on the phone like we talk via text and even then if I text too much for him then he will snap and like be like you know say things like I don't know what you think we are but I don't need this headache and then he'll just like shut down so that's fun it's so my thinking is that he's either uh, now this is me hoping I guess that he's got feelings for me but doesn't know what to do with them because of our unique circumstance um like I said we do have an age difference that's a huge you know factor it's not as much of a factor for me but I know it's a factor for him because I think for him it would be a huge factor because of the fact that I'm not what you would call a MILF. So if I, I think if I looked like Jessica Alba and we were having this conversation or this issue, it wouldn't be an issue. Because, you know, if I'm Jessica Alba, he's going to be like, look what the fuck I'm, I'm with. Are you jealous? Look at this. But because I'm not that person that he can show off, because I, I have had self-esteem issues for a long time with my body, and I, I'm at that point now where I wish I was as fat as I thought I was in high school, because I just... I grew up in a time where they were not ready for my body, I guess, because the shape that I had in high school is the shape that I wish I had now. And I hated my shape in high school because it was not considered attractive because all the other girls were like 105 pounds. So unless you were a twig, you weren't considered attractive. If you had any type of curves and, you know, then you were fat and I look back at some of my pictures and I'm like, oh my God, I wish I looked like that now. And now I've been through childbirth. You know, I've had, I've had four kids. I've had four C-sections. And if you don't know what a C-section is, um, pay attention in health class, but a C-section is when you have a child, um, not the natural way. And they actually have to go in and you have to have surgery to have the child removed from you because you can't have them the regular way for health reasons or because it's an emergency and the baby's in distress. 
So I've had four abdominal surgeries, okay? My muscles in my abdominals are shit, folks. They are shit. Absolute, total shit. Shit. I've been told by several doctors that if I want any chance of having a decent looking stomach, I would have to go back under the knife with a plastic surgeon and have it fixed. And that absolutely destroys me because I, number one, I don't even like to have surgery when I'm supposed to have surgery. I definitely don't want to have to have surgery because it's like something I'm choosing to do. So I am, I don't have the greatest shape. And a lot of people don't understand, you know, that this is a struggle. Some people think, well, why don't you just lose weight? I try. I, I really do. But some of it is, you know, some of it is my metabolism and some of it is just the way my body is because I've had kids. And a lot of people don't understand that. So as much as he might like my personality, might like spending time with me, might, you know, all the things that you would like about a relationship. He doesn't feel like I'm somebody he can bring around his friends. I'm not somebody that he can bring around his family. I'm not somebody he can admit to even having any type of relationship with. Even if it's not telling, you know, even if it's not, even if we're not saying, giving each other titles like boyfriends and girlfriends and all of that, he can't bring himself to even admit that he has anything with me. I remember there was something that I was doing and I needed to, um, have contact with his almost brother-in-law and he gave me specific instructions. It was, do not tell him about us. If he asks, you're an old, you're, you, we know each other from work. Like, that, guys, that hit me so hard. And he didn't understand why that hit me so hard. He doesn't see the problem with it. Because he doesn't understand the other side of it. So he's not seeing the issue with what he said and guys you have to be really sensitive about some of the stuff that you guys say a lot of us and you know not just guys I won't even say just guys just in general be be wary of what you say because it has it holds a lot of meaning and when he told me and it, he didn't even say, tell them that, you know, we're friends from work or, you know, that you're a good friend of mine. You know, it was tell him we know each other from work. And, you know, it's, it's other things like he'll be if, if we're together and he answers the phone, he'll he wants me to make sure that I'm quiet and if somebody asks where he's at oh I'm just at one of my buddy's houses and it's like he doesn't see what's wrong with that because the way he looks at it as it's oh well I'm keeping my private life private and 
that's fine if you want to keep your private life private. But don't make me feel like an embarrassment in the process. Because I have this feeling and it keeps, it, it bugs me. Like I want to say that I'm full of it, that I'm just paranoid, that I'm being stupid. I really want to say that and I really want somebody to tell me that. Um, but I've kind of described this to a couple of people and they've been like, no, that I can't even try to make you feel better on that one because it really just sounds like he doesn't want anybody to know that you exist. Because, you know, and I want to, you know, and I know you guys can't answer me because this is a podcast. Um, obviously, you can find me on my Facebook if you want to send me a message and comment on this particular podcast. But so examples, okay, here's the examples of what I go through or what I'm, what what's, you know, what I'm dealing with. So either A... So we've got A, obviously the situation I just told you about, um, with the whole, you know, we just know each other from work. Um, his birthday was not that long ago and, you know, everybody's putting up birthday wishes and all of that. And I obviously texted him and said, happy birthday. And he said, you know, he said, thank you. Um, but you know, I put something up on Facebook and, you know, I'm look, you know, other people are doing it too. And he's like responding and commenting. And then I'm like, okay, he's commenting and responding on everybody's but mine. And then I, I've noticed some of the other stuff that like, maybe I've, I've like put a comment under something that he's put on there and he'll mess it. Like he'll say something to the other people that have said something, but he completely ignores what I've said and I know that sounds dumb don't at me I know it sounds dumb but in a way it doesn't because everything is in perception perception is everything and to other people looking at that perception it's wow here's this chick commenting on your stuff and wow she hasn't gotten the picture that you don't comment on her stuff so why hasn't she gone away and as much as you might be like oh my god nobody thinks that no they do and because I'm one of the people that have noticed that on other people's pages I'll be like this person's always commenting and haven't they gotten the picture that you don't ever say anything back like how is like I don't understand do they not get the picture and now I'm that person but if I ask him about it, he's like, no, no, I just, I didn't see it. So you've never seen any of the stuff that I've put on there. And it's not like I'm putting, ooh, baby, ooh, baby, or anything like that. These are just normal comments. Just, you know, sometimes trying to be funny. And I say try because I have horrible jokes. Or just, you know, just a random comment. And it's, it's like, I don't understand. And it's, it's, it becomes really hurtful you know, to get treated that way. Like he won't answer my texts if he's with some, if he's with one of his friends, because he doesn't want them to know that he's talking to me. And, you know, what I'm starting to feel like is I don't feel like a friend with benefits. I don't really even feel like a friend. I feel like a foster family. 
now you're probably like, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay. So I feel like a foster family. Like I am a foster girl. I'm a foster chick. I am somebody who's playing the part of a girlfriend um, without the title. So I'm not really your girlfriend, but I'm doing a lot of things that a girlfriend would do for you. So I'm like your foster girlfriend until your forever family comes to comes to collect you. So like you've been placed with me until until you get adopted by your real girlfriend and she comes to get you. And you know, you're you might be giggling at that right now, but I feel like that for a lot of I I felt like that for a long time and it kind of hit me that I really and uh, you know a lot of us probably feel like that. And it sucks. It sucks really bad. Because then you start to wonder what's wrong with you. And I know I made this personal by, you know, putting this all into a personal experience. But this is something we all go through. Sometimes we don't even know we're going through it. But we're putting all of that effort into something and you know even in my relationships my actual relationships where they've actually decided to say that I'm their girlfriend which it's I don't even know my relationships have been very odd like they're not typical it's not like you know we went on a bunch of dates and we decided to date like I basically I kind of fell into them and it was just kind of assumed so not the most romantic things in my life, but it's really sucks when you realize then you look back at everything and you're like, that's what I've been this whole time for every male that is in my life that I have had any type of intimate relationship with. I've been their foster girlfriend. I've been their foster girlfriend. Like I'll teach them, you know, I like I'll show them things about females and, you know, remembering birthdays and anniversaries, bringing flowers for no reason. And like, they might think it's a stupid thing, but then they start to pick up on it. Like, Oh, okay. And then we're not together anymore. And they use all of the things that I showed them on somebody else. And I'm like, so basically I was just here. I I'm raising you is, is how it feels. Cause it's like, I'm teaching you these things and you're using them on somebody else. And here I'm still sitting here like, oh, I'm waiting for my next pupil to walk in. And that fucking sucks, guys. It sucks. So I admit that I'm using this podcast as kind of a venting session. But I, you know, you never know. With a venting session, somebody else might need to hear it and might go, hold on. I'm Minuten bitte. I feel like that. Oh my God, I feel like that. And, you know, it might be like an aha moment for them. Like they realize that they're not, maybe not in the greatest relationship or they're not even really in a relationship or it's, you know, you think you're in a relationship, but the other person thinks that this is just a fun time that they get to hang out and screw whenever they want, but they don't have to put forth their best effort. So... I don't think you should ever settle. I've been told that I have high standards. I really don't. I just want you to be a decent person. I have to be, the only big standard is that I have to be attracted to you. So like, 
if you smoke, I, I can't. Sorry. That's unattractive right off the bat. Sorry, that's just how I am. I'm a former smoker, and now since I have, since I've been a non-smoker for the last nine years, I just can't, I can't even deal with it. So I do have certain high standards. I have to be attracted to you. Like there's some people that you're just like, okay, we could definitely vibe. And some people are just like, no. So you have to be a good person. I prefer, you know, I have kids, so that's a factor. And I have to be attracted to you. That's not really that high of a standard, but a lot of people seem to think it is. But guys, we need to talk about y'all standards. First of all, just because the person is not a size six does not mean that we are an embarrassment. Just because the person isn't 21 or 20, you know, 21 to 29 does not mean that we are an embarrassment. We are allowed to be both an older woman and a bigger woman. So stop thinking that because the woman has kids, she has to be a MILF in order for you to deal with her. Not all of us are going to look like Jessica Alba. Okay. And if that's what your standard is, you better take a long look in the mirror and think that, and really realize how realistic that standard might be for you. Because there's a lot of fantastic women that have great personalities that put up with a lot of bullshit that are waiting in the wings, but you don't want them because your friends might not think you're cool if you're hanging out with them. Yeah, that's where we're at. It's worse than high school. So that's my rant and rave for this episode of Purple Haired Podcast. I am going to sign off and hopefully I'll talk to you guys um, next week. I should. I won't. I'm going to plan, actually plan out a podcast next week. I try to do this planning thing, see how that works. So I hope to talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening to me rant and rave. And maybe I was helpful to somebody out there. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Purple Haired Mom and the Purple Haired Podcast. I will talk to you guys soon. Have a great week. Bye.